Noon straight up here with Gresham Fourier. We'll talk to Tom Kern in a moment. Uh, we'll get you a uh, lighter side of sports coming your way at uh, 1245. And we're still going to do big deal, no big deal. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, I moved it, to, know, moved it to one. You know, you're part of that in a big way, right? I know. I know. I really shouldn't have shown you my uh, reading abilities to be able to do it in different, like, tones and... Uh, well, yeah, you, you actually have a role. I gave you a role in the Christmas play. Uh, the Christmas <laughs> play. Good <laughs> grief. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, joining us now on the Harbor One Hotline, he covers the uh, Patriots as Patriots Insider for NBC Sports Boston. It's our friend Tommy Curran. He is brought to us by Dr. Matthew Lapresti and Leonard Hair Transplant Associates, the hair doctor of Tommy Curran at 1-800-GET-HAIR. He's also on the Harbor One Hotline. Tommy, good afternoon. What's up, boys? Uh well I don't know well we're not no more there's no more doom and gloom come on you they, gotta hit the ground running so. yeah oh, there oh, we yeah, go yeah, come on yeah Chris. you know what they're gonna run right into the wall I, I, I can't wait for the big two nothing defeat in uh <laughs> in <laughs> Pittsburgh on you Thursday like you sound like you are <laughs> well that's because no, I don't know well you know what come it on. is it's because we're we're praising the other guy. Because he threw it sideways a bunch, and, well, he didn't turn it over, and I guess that's the way we kiss our sister on this one today. And, like, at least with the other dude, I know as effed as he is, there is some high-end football in him. You know what it is, Tommy? It feels like we have gone from worse to worser, and I know that's not good English. Uh, so, I don't know. Pump me up then. Give me... Give me the reason for optimism as to why Zap will make it look okay on Thursday. I'm not doing that. I am <laughs> going to be enthused. I am going to be enthused about the opportunity to secure that number one overall pick, though, because they're closing in on it. Um, there's very few things to be enthused about. I'm, I'm getting ready for quick slants right now, and I was let's check this. Looking, I asked Phil on the pod today to rank the most chaotic positions on offense. Listen to this. Quarterback, both guys stink. Tight end. <laughs> Henry and Jasicki are, Henry and Jasicki are both up. Offensive tackle. Trent Brown is up, and you literally don't have a right tackle. Offensive guard. On when who is up, stranger all set. Mafia and City, there's some optimism there. So that's the first position we've got. Center, fine. Um, Running back, Zeke is up, Ty Montgomery's up, Stevenson is innocent as last year, and you still don't have a third down back. Wide receiver, Bourne is up. Juju, you cannot get out from under until um, oh. 2026, most likely. And Parker, you definitely have to have back next year. Then you have Demario, Douglas, Rager, Thornton, and Booty. That is, that is an offense that just yawns for opportunity and conversation over the next five months. So that's the bright side. We are never going to be in a shortage of things to talk about. Mm. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, a shortage of things to talk about. I mean, I guess, you know, I keep telling you every week that it's going to get worse and it's going to get worse. It got worse. It got worse. So even when you sit there and go, oh, you know what, getting closer to that number one pick, they're going to screw that up. Tommy, they are going to well, screw that I'll up see. because here, hold on, because my 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 gut tells me that I'm not going to lose games on perfect, and that's kind of what you have to do, especially when you get to the last two games of the season. You have to lose when you're that close. I can't imagine them trying to win the game. 
not trying to win the game. Yeah. That. Yeah, no, but <laughs> but I mean, it works for you if you're the Patriots and trying to lose because virtually every team you're playing is playing for something. Steelers, Chiefs, Broncos, Bills, Jets. You, so they literally couldn't score. There was never a point at which I said, Zappi's going to get these guys in the end zone. There was never a point. I figured, okay, if they get a field goal here when they took two sacks instead and another field goal, maybe they can get to overtime and win 9-6. But there was no way they were going to get into the end zone. Don't talk to me about Tyquan Thornton's bomb. I don't think he would have been brought down, but he was, you know, that is found money, and you knew he wasn't going to make that catch. That's just the nature of the team right now. So I think that they will end up with the number one overall pick. Uh, let's, uh, yeah, you mentioned some of the players there, Tommy. And about uh, four weeks ago, Fourier and I went through an exercise of what it could look like next year, and in in examining the free agent market, there was a couple of things that jumped out to me that I want to run by you. One of them is the best free agent tight end available next year is Hunter Henry, minus somebody getting cut or sprung free that we don't see. How does reading the market change the way you maybe feel about a guy like a Hunter Henry, even though it hasn't gone perfectly the last, say, eight weeks here with him? My question would be, does Hunter Henry want to come back here? That's the problem the Patriots are going to encounter, the oh, virtually unprecedented problem they're going to encounter in free agency, both with their own players and with players from outside of their system. Do you want to go to New England where Tom Brady's not the draw, Bill Belichick's not the draw, success isn't the draw, um, weather isn't the draw, taxes isn't the draw? What's the draw as a free agent to come here to a rebuilding team with that many question marks? If you're Hunter Henry, you just had a nice contract, you completed it, you might want to go and try and pursue the opportunity to win football games and championships because it's not going to happen here. I don't think that's going to happen between now and the end of his career. Will the Patriots hoist the Lombardi? So, yeah, I'd say go ahead and try and re-sign Hunter Henry. But if you don't, you're downgrading a position at which you're already empty. Uh, and empty. let me and, and and I want to get some thoughts on Trent Brown because it's clear he's playing hurt. However, we've also known that the guy's late there are issues sometimes he's in sometimes he's out but it's clear they were rotating Connor McDermott in there because he's out there trying to give it a go on a bum ankle does that change the way you feel about Trent Brown that he's out there trying to play hurt for a team with two wins no not really I mean I think he he was underpaid. They signed him back as a right tackle. They underpaid him when they moved him to left. I think he really was resistant to getting on the field until the Patriots gave him a raise in training camp. They did that. So when I see Trent Brown out there, I do think, okay, he, he feels as if they gave me that raise. I'm going to do my best to get out there for them. I'm going to meet them halfway. But I don't see it as above and beyond from Trent Brown. Look, playing hurt has to suck, especially when you weigh 355 pounds and you're putting all that pounding on it. And I do think that it is somewhat, you know, it's 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 noble, but are we at a point in society where going the extra mile for your 
teammates and your colleagues. Yep. Yeah. I think we are. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we heart wheels and break out the sheet cake. Yeah. I mean, if you were sick, I mean, Christian, you played in that league. How would you have approached that? How I, would you have I, regarded a teammate, a shutting it down type of teammate? I, I've seen it happen, and it's not received well. I know, but you, it's but not. It's, it's not received well. It isn't, and it yeah. shouldn't be. And you're right that it shouldn't be. Oh, it's like that is part of the package of being in the NFL. Like that's assumed. That's not like oh, you know, extra credit. Like I'm doing more than the other guy. No, we're all suffering. But so I'm with you on that. And here's my question to you, because uh, I'm just curious, because you're there all the time. How do you think Bill's mm-hmm. holding up? And I asked that, and I'm wor- I'm curious what you know about this. It, like doing the post game show with uh, Burton and uh, actually Dan Roach this time with WBZ. It seemed like he took forever to come out to do his post game interview. Any reason why? There have been occasions in the past where he's taken forever to do that, so I couldn't guess. I honestly couldn't. Um, could be family. Could be people behind that he's catching up with. So there's a variety of reasons. Um, so you don't that think that the crafts came down through the back secret entrance and started pointing their fingers at him and said, you promised me the win. There was none of that, right? Did you hear that? <laughs> no, 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 no. I was just, you no, know, I obviously make believe. We're make-believe. clearly, we're Bert, just, uh, yeah, just, Christian is just speculating. No, I, think I think that the main, I've mentioned maintaining dignity through the end of the season. I think that even if there would be an inclination on the part of ownership to do that, they would realize that they've done a good job resisting any of that so far, and that after a game would be a horrendous time to do that. Um, You're down the road with it. You don't want to fire him for a variety of reasons, including his trade value and his, his, you know, the reality that is an asset. So, I don't see that happening. I think that they'd like to get to the end of the road kindly. How do I think Bill's holding up? Yeah. Better than I would have expected. Better than I would have expected. You know, all he had to do for the last week was really answer the question on Mac and Bailey Zappi and his plans the way he finally did with Phil Perry when he said, after 48 questions, because as Whatever we deduce, whatever is obvious, we still have to ask the question until he says it. When Bill said, we gave Mac, I'm paraphrasing, a long runway to show his wares in the offense. He wasn't productive enough. We're now going to give Bailey a chance because he deserves it. How hard was that? Yet we had to have the hand-wringing and the mud wrestling and the ridiculousness of us and people getting pissed at us for continuing to ask the question. It's not our fault for trying to get on the record what we're all deducing. We still are trying to, you know, at least have a semblance of journalism (laughs) down there where we're trying to say, okay, Mac is benched because of X, Y, Z, but we're still going to ask Bill. So to me, I like the fact that Bill answered a question honestly. Uh, are you I, – I, hold on. I, I want to phrase this the right way. I am curious for your thoughts and emotions on how the Patriot players have been able to stand in front of the media even after bad games 
and give the right answers and not throw each other or anyone in the organization under the bus. Is it commendable or is it kind of a little weird to you? Um, no, it's, it's commendable. And in a way it's understandable because as much as a defensive player would like to just unload on Mac or Bailey Zappi or the offense in general and talk about how much they're doing. I think you're also in a position where you're looking at them and saying, what do you expect them to do? It's, you know, as I said on the post game the other day, it's like getting mad at a five, eight guy who can't box out a six, eight guy. <laughs> and he keeps getting, you know, taken down for rebounds. I mean, what can you do? You're looking at Mac and saying, well, yeah, you do. You stink, Mac. You're an embarrassment this year. I like you, but you're not good enough. But they didn't give you an offensive line. They didn't give you any wide receivers. We barely have any running backs. What's the sense of getting mad at you for? If you were a talented team, if the aspirations were there, if everything was there, just that one guy screwing you, then you'd probably be more irritated. But to me, um, like yelling at a dog that isn't housebroken yet for peeing on the on the floor. You can't help it. Good analogy? Yeah. Well I pee on the floor all the time. <laughs> like that that's one. all right. Yeah. It's uh, So what do what do we, what do we got this weekend though? So not this weekend, this week. This Thursday. Wow, it's like the game is like geez, right around the corner. Yeah, yeah. They you leave tomorrow. Two, two heavy hitters. I mean we're talking Trubisky and Zappy. I mean this is marquee Bright lights, football at its best, right? I'm sure. Have, I'm sure Prime is Prime. Uh, what is it? Uh, Amazon TV, wherever the hell it's at, is going to be happy about this. Well, I, you have a Steelers defense that is really good and will get after Bailey Zappi in a way that you know. And there's, I believe it or not, there's a book now on Bailey Zappi. I think he had success. Now you can see that he can scramble. You give him the 60 minutes. Okay, he will go on us. He'll he'll turn the edge. So how does pitch – they might be even worse offensively is what I'm saying. There's a little bit of a book out there on them now. Hmm. Um, you're on the road. <laughs> it's going to be noise. It's going to get worse. It could, be, it could be even worse than zero. I'm telling you, two, um, two nothing, losing on a safety – where the offense have, ends up shooting themselves in the foot and causing the loss. Gresh, you also have the cautionary tale of, hey, you want to spend the number two pick on a quarterback? That's who your backup is in Pittsburgh, Mitch Trubisky. Build the team first. Well, uh, I'm with you, and and uh, I know I was uh, taking a little heat yesterday on the whole, uh, the way I sort of reacted to the, the game, but... Everything that had gone wrong with Mac was there. The sacks were there. The drops were there. It's oh, yeah. just, it's a, it's broken. It's a broken toy is really what Mac's it is. More accurate. Mac's more accurate. He's smarter at the line of scrimmage. Bailey's got a better arm. He's not broken yet, so he's got a little pocket poise. And, uh, and he's from Texas. Yeah, great. <laughs> uh, Tommy Curran feeling like most of us. He'll be on with Jones and Mego on game day Thursday. Tommy, thank you, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. See you guys. There right, we go. You.